0: When I say the word homeschool, what instantly comes to your mind? Do you think about the curriculum? Do you think about the schedules or the routines? Do you think about the supplies needed? Do you think about all that goes into the prepping and the planning and the actual carrying out? Now, all of those things, they're good and great. I'm not knocking them at all. And we will be talking about those. I promise and assure you here upcoming in some episodes. But I want to ask you. What is your real purpose in homeschooling? We're going to discover that together today. And in that process, I'm going to share with you a recent phone call that I made to a radio station. (laughs) Afterwards, I told my husband and he kind of rolled his eyes, laughed, agreed with me, but I'm sure that they probably will not be airing my message on the radio anytime soon. So stay tuned. I'm going to share that with you here soon. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally homeschool, Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Seeing how it is now, early August, you are currently in the throes of planning and thinking about starting your homeschool year. Maybe, just maybe you have already started it, or maybe you're thinking about holding off for a while because you're not quite sure how to begin. This could be your very first year of homeschooling, and if so, I am so excited. Congratulations for making that choice and for making that shift and homeschooling. I'm just I'm thrilled about that and would love to hear more about that. So be sure that you join our Facebook community so you can pop in there and let us know that it's your first year and we can all know, cheer you on and give you the support that you need. But we're starting out our homeschool year and you're thinking to yourself, last homeschool year, or again, if this is your first homeschool year, picture yourself as maybe if your kids went to school and you're just saying to yourself, things did not go well. Things did not end up as I wanted. I had some great and grand and glorious plans. And you might be in that cycle where you come up with, incredible plans and ideas for how you want to carry out your homeschool year, what you want to do, what you want it to look like. And you you have them big goals for the end of the year. And those just don't happen. You get to the end of the homeschool year and you look back and you think, wow, oh, we kind of missed some of those goals. We missed some of those markers or things that we really wanted to do. And I'm not saying that you have to hit all those things. There's a lot of times that we just need to pivot and we need to change and we need to take a different course. What I'm saying is maybe you just lost steam. Maybe you weren't consistent. Maybe it was easier just to not do your plans. Maybe it was easier just to adjust but you had the time, you had the opportunity to stick with your plans and to stick with it. Or maybe you're just the opposite and you don't have any plans for the homeschool year and you just kind of wing it. You purchase a bunch of curriculum, cross your fingers, jump in with two feet and hope for the best. If you find yourself in either one of those camps or maybe somewhere in between or possibly going back and forth between those two different camps, I want to invite you to check out Clarify Your Homeschool. Together, you and I are going to put together your homeschool year and you are going to become committed to it. You're not going to overwhelm yourself. You're going to create a homeschool lifestyle that is perfect for your family. And that is going to set you up to look back at this right now, this time here right now, we'll say next july next june july of next year as you have wrapped up your homeschool year and be like that was the best homeschool year we've ever had and you'll have the tools in order to go ahead and set yourself up for the next year and at the end of that year you'll say that year was even better i didn't think it could get any better homeschool isn't just something that we do it is the way that we live and the way that you homeschool is going to be different The number one question everybody always wants to know is what curriculum do I use? And I'm like, that is a very valid question. And I do have some answers for you. However, I'm not just going to tell you exactly what I use. I can give you some examples. And I do do that often. And I will tell people some of the curriculum that I use. But to be honest, I make sure that they are at a place where they are able to look at those examples and they can look at maybe what I did for history, we'll say in fifth grade. And they can look at it and go through it and say, you know what, that's not quite for me. What a lot of people are looking for is just a quick fix for me to say, or any other, any woman that's many parent that's been homeschooling and just say, look, this is what we did. And like, okay, let's just take that and whoop, import it into my family. It's not, doesn't work like that. And that is why I have created clarify your homeschool because we're going to work together and figure out what it is that will look best for you and your family and I promise you that by the end of the homeschool year, you are going to be so glad that you took the, that leap, that step and joined the program and got yourself to a place of just fullness and goodness with homeschool. You can get more information about it at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And today I'm going to give you just a little bit of a taste of some of what you would what you will work through when you go through Clarify Your Homeschool. And as I mentioned earlier, that parents are often super focused when it comes to homeschooling on the academics, on the socialization, on what can I add to my high schooler's transcript, um, asking about accredited courses. If I see in one more Facebook group, somebody saying, what is the best accredited course or accredited program? I am going to, I'm going to leave Facebook. (laughs) I'm going to cancel my, (laughs) delete my account. (laughs) I actually just kind of stay out of those groups. I tried to be so helpful in them, and people just did not, they didn't want to take my advice. But maybe you listening here like are curious and are wanting to create your homeschool lifestyle and not just take someone else's, we'll say take someone else's band-aid and smack it onto, you know, your bruised knee or your cut knee. But we hear a lot about that. Something that super people are super focused on, and they're missing out on the real purpose and the gift of homeschool and the gift of time with our children. So as I mentioned earlier, I made a recent phone call to a radio station, and I will not disclose the radio station, but you might be able to narrow it down. It is, uh, they broadcast nationwide, okay? So it's a Christian radio station that broadcasts nationwide. Kind of narrowed it down here a little bit. And I'm okay with that if you figure it out. And I know that the radio stations, I'm at a place in my faith that I don't go to them for theological teaching. And I'm not saying that they're saying things that are that are not coherent or not correct according to the Bible. I'm not saying that. But I don't go to them for, you know, some deep theological teaching. I listen to the Christian radio station because what is the alternative? I don't want to listen to any of the other stations. And oftentimes I just turn everything off. But this morning, which is just a couple mornings ago, I was, I felt like listening to some music. So put the radio on and song ends. And I hear the DJ make a comment about saying, you know, this, it's this time of the year that I'm, I'm going to paraphrase and semi butcher this, but I'm going to get some of the key words, right. And he said, it's this time of the year, back to school. It's a time of the year that kids dread and that parents, I forget the word he said, rejoice or are excited or are joyful or are looking forward to. And my heart just sank. It just, I mean, it sank, and then, like, my blood started to boil. I was like, that is wrong. That is not consistent with what the Bible teaches about children. Children are a blessing. Children are our heritage. Yes, parenting is hard. There is a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of discipline, and I am not, I mean, I'll be the first to raise my hand and say parenting is difficult. It taught me a lot about myself, brought a lot out of me and caused me to really to grow up we'll say but I just was like this is broadcast right now he said this to I mean probably places beyond just the United States and I know that this is a sentiment that is highly shared among the culture the society that we live in but Christians believers followers of Jesus should not be saying such things And if we are saying such things, it's not because we're just saying it, it's because the Bible says out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Therefore, what we put into our mind goes into our heart comes out of our mouth. There's no way of going about that any other way. If you are speaking words that are not adding life to others, you have to ask yourself, what am I putting into myself that is causing me to speak out words that are not giving life that are not loving to other people. And so I decided to quick pull out my phone and did a quick little Google search got to the website and I noticed the bottom it said contact us I was like oh okay and so I thought maybe maybe I'd speak to a live person I don't know maybe it was an email connected to it I was in too deep and all of a sudden like this recording button goes and I was like all right well here we go I was kind I was not rude but I was firm and just said that 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 does not align because I hear it. And let me go back and say, this isn't the first year that I've heard DJ speak like this. This is consistently every single year, I hear it on these quote, unquote, Christian radio stations, quote, unquote, all right, maybe I'll get in trouble for saying that. But it's just consistent that I say that, that I hear this. And I was like, this is wrong to speak about our children. If that is how your heart is feeling about your child, then there's some heart work that you need to do and some relationship work you need to do with God and that you also need to do with your child. And so I left a message and in the message before, like the recording hit, the, whoever it was recorded, it said that they might use, you know, be careful what you say or whatever they might use, or that you, by leaving the message, I guess you give them the right to air the message on the air. Oh, friend, I highly doubt they're going to put my message on the air. And that was not really the point of it. I didn't want my message on the air. I just wanted to lovingly point out that what you are saying is belittling to children. It's belittling to a parent and child relationship. And it does not align with the teachings of Jesus. And that was that. So why am I telling you this story? Because many parents, Christian and non-Christian parents feel this way. But the underlying thought can creep into our homeschool. Yes, this has to do with back to school. We'll see all kinds of advertisements and all the things about back to school and your homeschooling though. But this also, this thought, the sentiment can creep into our homeschool. And the idea behind this that creeps in is that the relationship that we have with our children is not important. And I thought to myself, and I want you to think about it too, if some of the words that you are using about your children, whether they are there or not, how would you feel if you heard your parents say that? So let's put it into example of let's go away from homeschool and talk about the back to school. The parents that are talking in front of their children, to their children, about their children, to other people, and their children overhear them about how excited they are for school to start back up. Just put yourself into that child's face. Just stand back and look. Can you imagine what that child would be thinking? Can you imagine what you would be thinking if you overheard your parents say that? And maybe that is something that you overheard your parents say, and that's just some heart work that you're going to need to do and realize that, that it was just, it was a wrong, wrong saying of them to do so. And I'm sorry that you overheard it and, and that they said such things. But let's now come back to as a homeschool parent, and we have our children, whether you have one child, you have 10 children, it doesn't matter the amount. Every single child is one individual person, and for us to make such kind of comments that it is not a joy for them to be in our lives and to be around us would just be really disheartening. And we need to focus on the relationship. When my youngest went to camp for a week this summer, when I left him, I was sad, and I said, "Oh, I'm going to miss you." And he's like, "Really? Why?" It's like because because I really like you. I mean, I love you, obviously but I really like you and I'm going to miss having you around for the week. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything like this, but just stop and think some of the words that we say that come out of our mouth. If those words were spoken to us by our parent, how would we feel? And I think that needs to be the litmus test, we'll say, as to how do we speak to our children. And so real quick here, I want to talk about some things I want you to think about The first thing I want you to think about is what is your purpose in homeschool? Are you running away from something? Are you running away from a school district that is not really good? Are you running away from teachers? Are you running away from curriculum? Are you running away from the atmosphere of school? Now, it is a great place to start from. Oftentimes, that is what is like the final push for us, like the final like little jump to get into homeschooling is that we're like, I don't want this or this type of life, or this whatever it is for my child. So therefore, I'm going to go over to this. So it's a great place to start, but it's not sustainable long-term. If we continue to focus on what we're running away from as a homeschool parent, I can guarantee after a while, you're going to start to lose steam and you'll start to look at all of the hardness and the difficulty and all of the responsibilities that are encompassed every single day, all day long, And you'll start to think to yourself, well, I'm sure it's not that bad over there. I mean, school is only from nine to three, but we have the rest of the time together. Or, well, maybe I can opt them out of that one class or that one curriculum, or maybe I can help to influence which teacher they have. And we'll start to think of, and we'll think about like how we can maybe put them back into that situation But if we shift our focus instead, focus on what we are moving towards, we need to move towards something. Now, we, you know, our goal is to be like running towards something, but most days it's going to be a walk and there's some seasons in life. It's going to be a crawl towards that thing. So I want you to ask yourself, I've got four questions for you here. I want you to ask yourself first, as you begin this homeschool year, what do I want my homeschool to feel like? Just take a moment. What do you want it to feel like? Maybe put yourself into your children's place and think like, you know, what would you want? How would you want to feel? But then don't discount how you want it to feel as well and then create that type of atmosphere. As an example, so you can kind of picture this. Say you want your home to be a place that is filled with peace and there's a calmness. Doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't get a little loud and rowdy once in a while, but you want to, you know, you want to have the riot under control And the overall feel you want for your home and your homeschool is one of peace and joy and calmness to it. Well, what can you do? Maybe some things are just the way you kind of set up your home. Maybe it's providing opportunities and providing resources that add to some peace and calmness to your home. Maybe it's just playing music in the background that is maybe classical or just music that's going to help Just to calm everybody down, we'll say, maybe it's not, you know, some crazy Christian rap music or something like that. Not that there's not a place for that. That's kind of fun too, especially with, you know, kids and stuffy dance and all that kind of stuff. But what are some things that you can put into place? Create a routine that is going to foster this expectations that kids know what to expect each time. So the first question is to ask yourself, what do I want my homeschool to feel like? The second question is, what is a family goal for this year? And some examples of that could be maybe as a family, we're going to do a certain amount of read-alouds together. Maybe we're going to go on a certain amount of field trips. Maybe just as a family, you're feeling fractured and your goal for this year is to bond your relationship together with your family. Maybe it's something simple like adding in family game nights, which could help maybe those relationships. What is a family goal that you have for this year? Think about it and then kind of plan back. How are we going to actually achieve that goal? Make it a goal that it will take you the year to grow in that. Not just a goal like make chocolate chip cookies one time. Well, like you're done then. Okay, maybe it is a bigger goal of we spend more time in the kitchen together. And that'll include chocolate chip cookies. Maybe then it grows and it also includes helping out and making dinner. And this goal can be anything. It can have to do with academics. It can have to do with relationships. It can be a part of anything. And I know that this thought of planning goals for a family and for your homeschool can feel a little overwhelming and maybe feel a little bit weird because it's not something that's often talked about. Usually it's like goals for yourself. What do you want to achieve? So think of like health and fitness. This is what I want to achieve. And you set goals and you work to meet those goals. So I know that it can sound really confusing and be maybe something, like I said, maybe sound a little bit, a little bit weird, but once you start doing it, And then you start getting to the end and you reach those goals like, oh, yeah, it becomes like, yes, this this actually works. Because if you aren't aiming and going for something, then you're just going to be kind of being tossed around and just doing meaningless types of things and things that aren't moving you towards that goal. Because in a moment of clarity and moments of planning and of being thoughtful and intentional about your homeschool, that's when you can set up those goals. And I know that that's really what you want to do. I know that you want to be intentional about your homeschool. And I want to encourage you to do this type of thing. And this is what we're going to do together and clarify your homeschool. I know, sure, you can sit there and you can map out these goals on your own, but are you actually going to do that? Are you going to sit down after this episode and actually do that without somebody walking alongside you and encouraging you and getting you to that point? I know for myself, I could have great and glorious plans, but when I have somebody in my corner, a cheerleader, somebody encouraging me, walking alongside me with this, then I am more apt to actually set the goals and then to continue on with those goals. When I have a roadmap even of how to do this, what to follow. And that's what Clarify Your Homeschool is for. Now, the third question here I want you to ask yourself is, what is a goal for each child? So think about each child and maybe they're really young and you set those goals yourself or possibly they're a little bit older and you sit down and you actually come up with a goal together. When you have them on board with this, I can assure you that that goal will be reached much more easily. And they, when they're on board with it, you guys can work together as a team. Fourth question here is, what is a goal that you have for yourself? What would you like to accomplish this year? Maybe it has to do with a hobby. Maybe it has to do with your personality. Maybe one of your goals is to become more patient this year. Maybe it's become more understanding. Maybe it is not to get upset when the kids get upset about the math problems. That is a very lofty goal. And when we set those goals and we set those markers as to how we are doing when your child is gets upset about the math problem and you don't flip out, you don't freak out. You don't, you don't take it personally and you just say, okay, they're having a problem with this math problem. Okay. Let's sit down and try to work out. Maybe the problem consists, keeps going. Maybe they continue to get wor- more worked up. Well, maybe it's time just to kind of set it aside and focus on the relationship instead. And that's the point of all of this. Let's not miss the home part of homeschool Now i've said already the word homeschool kind of i don't know like it's home education it's just living actually basically but for the sake of being able to connect with others and the people know what you're talking about i say the word homeschool so we take the word homeschool let's make it more about home than it is about school and when we make it more about home The school part will come along, but not like the school system does it, our own way, your own way of doing so. And when you do this type of thing, I can promise and assure you that you are light years ahead of where I was when I started out homeschooling. I truly wish that I had somebody walking alongside me, somebody encouraging me, somebody even telling me these types of things, because the school part was my only focus. I didn't know how to do the rest. I didn't even know there was the rest and you're feeling like yes, I know that there is more than just school. How do I do the home part? And then the school part comes along because we're not going to neglect that part because I know that you see that education is important and it is important and it's fun. Education can be fun for your kids and for your family. And we can enjoy this time in life, this season that you find yourself in life with little ones and big ones and all the ones in between. And knowing that this is the time that you have them here at home with you under your roof and This is their formidable years and you are just being intentional about it. And that's what I really want you to do. And that's what we'd get to do together and clarify your homeschool. I want to encourage you and I want to invite you to join clarify your homeschool. We have just a short time here with our kids at home. We have just a short time even before the homeschool year starts. And I want you to say at the end of this homeschool year, this was the best homeschool year ever. And we're going to get you to that point by walking together through clarify your homeschool. You can get all the details at clarify friend, remember to focus more on the home than on the school part and the school part. It will come. Have a great day. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at littlebylittlehomeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, mama.